With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast where we're talking through girls five ever episode by episode and we have made it all the way here to jingle ball the end of the first season this is what we have been waiting for this is the moment that we have been working towards as a podcast this was our goal we're 30 feet away from our original goal I'm Adam H here with you, uh, uh, performing here at, at Jingle Ball. I, I would love to go to a thing like Jingle Ball. That'd be fun. I love like a little holiday event moment. Thankfully, I'm not here alone uh, at this performance. I am with, uh, with a couple of people who I am very honored to call my friend, someone who I believe with all my heart would never sign a thousand year contract. It is Lindy TV. Lindy, how are you? 
I'm great. You know what? Uh, I'm so sorry I wasn't here last week. I was actually gone filming five seasons of American Warrior Singer in the last mm -hmm. two weeks. So that's why I had to miss, you know, two weeks of the podcast. Yeah. That's in tough. between podcasts, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they uh, certainly no one took it personally. No one was trying to drum up some kind of animosity between you and the guest that we had on last episode. Um, I, Tom was totally fine that you were not here, and there were no issues uh, whatsoever. Yeah, uh, so I don't believe you because I did listen to the podcast, and I know that he was deeply offended, and that you yeah. really, um, you really stirred the pot with that one, but. Don't worry, everyone. I don't hate Tom. It was mm -hmm. nothing personal. Now, are you taking it personally that Tom didn't show up again for this podcast to to like, you know what I mean? Like to make it up. Well, he wasn't scheduled to be here. So, no. Well, I'm just wondering if like you're holding it against him. If no, like maybe you have some. And I won't allow you to and... create any more animosity between us. <laughs> nothing could ever break your your bonds of uh friendship there um and also with us performing for the first time here at the wnhl halftime or pregame show or whatever it was it's todd todd librarian how are you um in the future let me know in advance if you're going to do kidding i need to factor it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, uh, we'll we'll all be signing extensive contracts at some point here um who's the most likely to sign a thousand year contract because it's not lindy it's Adam. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely not me. me. Yeah. It's definitely. It's definitely me. Yeah. Lindy will not uh, commit to like a three season TV series mm -hmm. at this point. So. Lindy's like, oh, more than 20 episodes? No, 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 no. Can't <laughs> do it. Two eight episode seasons? Maybe. We'll talk. Like that's. Yeah, uh... I don't know what my problem is because I've been here every week for over two years. So why, <laughs> why can't I commit? I don't know. I don't know. But instead we keep doing these like little dinky shows here, which by the way, we're halfway done with girls five ever is so that there's gonna be more well do we know when do we have any information on that um the main thing i know is that it is going to be it's switching platforms it's going to be on oh. netflix instead of peacock and it it i think it might be early 2024 really i, I saw so, yeah. a rumor about that okay so we could potentially have some like live coverage of Season three of Girls Five Ever. I had no idea it was coming out that soon. Wow! If that lined up perfectly, that would be like awesome. You know, it would be like we'll if it, it was just like it started in like the middle of March or wherever it is that we're slated to finish this. That would be uh, great because I know we have some we have some random stuff planned between seasons, but I totally forget what we're actually covering or talking about. We'll have to figure that out. We probably should hairspray. have actually figured that out. Uh, One of them is that, hairspray. But... What's the other? Thirteen going on thirty. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have yeah. we have two things planned, and I know there's uh, potential discussions for um, something else as well. Although I don't know if it would actually come into fruition. But we did, um, you know, some some relevant Sarah Bareilles news. Todd, you were the first one to tell me about this. Um, waitress coming to theaters for a limited time. Um, I think it actually might be out by the time that this yeah. is. It's a very weird schedule. It's only for a couple days. Yeah, by the time that you hear this, your time to a. a go see waitress in theaters is going to be limited. I believe it's going to, it's five days only. I can't remember if it's, it's I can't remember if it's like Wednesday through Sunday or Thursday through Monday, but basically this drops on the Saturday. It's already been out for at least a couple of days. It might be around for another day or two, but uh, yeah. And I don't know. It's part of fathom events. So if you go to a, if you're at a local theater who does Fathom events, like I go to Cinemark and Cinemark hosts Fathom events, uh, you have a good chance to go see the film version of the Broadway show, uh, wait, Tristan Musical. Which uh, is is spectacular, and I certainly would recommend that people go out and see that. I don't know if we'll be talking about it. Honestly, I don't know that I'll even get a chance to to go out and, and see it with the limited time that it's going to be in theaters. But I have to imagine that it's going to come to some kind of streaming something at some point like there it, there's just no way they filmed all this not to go to streaming i don't think it's been announced what's what's happening with it or where it's where it's going unfortunately which is probably just a plan to get people to actually go see it in theaters as opposed to waiting yeah. a little bit longer to see it in streaming is is my guess there but um certainly if it does come out on streaming uh with the sarah Brell's connection and of course the musical connection i would love to talk about it on here so if that does happen um and I think we actually both said this, Todd, when we were recommending musicals to Lindy, if this existed at the time and was like, you know, available to be seen, I do think this is a great pick for Lindy. So I think that like, this would be a really, really great option. And Lindy, if you have the opportunity to go see it in theaters, you should, uh, you know, look into that. I think I'll be one of the people who waits to see if it's streaming. <laughs> 
It's tracks. Yeah, it so, tracks completely. So I will definitely be seeing it. I already have my ticket to see it uh, this weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, okay. Pop off time. I'm, I'm very excited to, to see how it is. Um, anyway, we're here to talk about the season one finale of Girls I've Ever Done with the first season. Um, my overall thoughts here, just of, of this episode eight, and of, I think season one as a whole, it was fine. There were some good moments. It was enjoyable. Maybe a skosh predictable in terms of how this ends, if, if nothing else here. But I had fun. I enjoyed it. This was like a, a fun season of television that like may not rank amongst like greatest TV shows of all time by any means, but I had fun. I mean, I, I certainly enjoyed the show as a whole. And I think that like a lot of the performances stand out four stars has been stuck in my head for, um, you know, uh, since, since we saw kind of this full version, which I'm glad that we finally got. And I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine season of television. You know, I don't know that I'm like raving about it. I thought it was fine. I think, I think it's just, it's about having fun. Like it doesn't, I don't know. I feel like last week I listened to the pod. I feel like you were kind of down on the show a little bit. I think Tom hates this show. Just okay, so that may yeah. have been the problem. I think Tom was yeah. really Tom, down about Tom it. Tom brought a big cloud uh, around the show. I definitely, I'm, I feel like I'm higher on the show than Tom and Adam are for sure. But I'm okay. not as low on it as Tom is. Like no one is low on it yeah, as Tom is. I, I think yeah. Tom just is not liking the show. I think it's fine. I think it's a fine show. I'm glad. We, I'm glad I watched it. I this. I would watch this even if we weren't talking about it on a podcast. I think it's fun. I don't think it's like spectacular groundbreaking television, but I think it's fun. It's not all TV has to be like, you know, cinematic masterpieces. I think you could just have a good time in a TV show. And I think that's what this was. Exactly. And that's what our podcast is too. It's not a cinematic masterpiece, but it's fun. Could it be a cinematic masterpiece, Lindy? Could we pull off? I don't know. I don't watch enough movies. You and I don't watch any movies. What What is a cinematic masterpiece? Ooh, yeah. I I don't know if we quite have cinematic masterpiece uh, in us. First of all, we'd have to be videoed for it to be a cinematic cinematic masterpiece. Well, could uh, they just use holograms of us and, and display them that way? Oh, they definitely could. I don't know if we have the budget to do that. I don't mm. think it's quite as cheap and easy in our world <laughs> as it is in the Girls 5 Eva world to have a hologram of someone. Uh, they have some amazing technology uh, in their world. It was almost too easy for them to do it. Like uh, She just like put a little thing on her phone and then it just happened. Like there was no... There was nothing else. They didn't need another piece of equipment. It looked like they just put a little square cutout of something, and then it just yeah, did they it. They need a slightly bigger a uh, iPad or laptop to be able to get like the gigantic version. So <sighs> again, guess. this is not the real world. Girls, I know definitely is not taking place in the real world. So yeah. I'm not surprised they have this bizarre technology. Okay, well, let's get into it. Let's uh, let's talk about the season one finale of Girls 5 Eva. Lindy, for the final time here of season one, take it away. All right, this one is called Separate Ways, but the separate at the end, it's an eight, the number eight instead of A-T-E. And I wasn't sure how to uh, convey that just by talking, so I had to over-explain it. Uh, so this episode begins with Dawn telling... What's left of the group? So Wiki is not present at this time. Um, so Don, Summer, and Gloria. Don got them a gig singing the national anthem at the WNHL quarterfinals. So very exciting. And they want to have someone to replace Wiki in the group. So they're holding auditions. And everyone is uh, pretty terrible or objectionable for some reason. Except someone who comes in. Uh, her name is Baby, and she's incredible. They're all so excited. But then after she sings, she immediately finds out that she got into nursing school, and she just leaves. So they still don't have anyone. Okay, this is the character that I wanted to exist when they went into the cabin and had that one rando girl that was just like, oh, I should have told them that I won American Idol and like she did a riff, but it wasn't that good. This is like what that looks like because it's basically, you know, a, a very similar bit here of like a rando singer comes on is like supposed to be really good, but then like doesn't join the group or can't join the group. Um this is what I wanted because she could, uh, she could sang like there were like the runs that were being hit here just in this little, little bit were, were really, really good. Um, and then I also like her a bit at the beginning. It's like, well, it's one of your old ones, but I don't agree with the material. And they're like, understandable. That makes a lot of sense. So I, I definitely appreciated that. My one question here, um, 
did you not know that you applied for nursing school? Like she, it was like a surprise. It's like, Oh, I got into nursing school. So I can't do this. Did you think you were not going to get in? Like, what was your, is it, was this a backup plan? Like, was this just an emergency situation here? I feel like, you know, do they like not let people into nursing school? Like, I, I, mean, I you know, they, I mean, definitely don't let people, I mean, it's, nursing school is still college. So like people apply to colleges and don't get in because they have limited number of slots and your mm. scores and things like that. So there is every possibility that she could have been like on the verge. Maybe her test scores weren't that great. Maybe her GPA wasn't that great going into it. Maybe she wasn't sure. So I think it's definitely a possibility that you can apply to, to a college and be worried about getting in or not. Yeah, so then we see Wiki, and she is judging American Warrior Singer, uh, which is the first show created entirely by a ratings algorithm, <laughs> which I found very hilarious. Um, as someone who has watched American Ninja Warrior, th this is just very funny. Um, so a couple scenes I've put together here. So she suggests to her fellow judges that they do a performance, but they're basically telling her like this side of the table is better. Like it's different over here. This, this is where it's at. And turns out the network likes wiki and they offer her a 1000 year deal. Yes. You heard that right. 1000 years. And this new contract would buy her exclusivity. So she would not be able to do anything else. If she signs this, um, but yeah, as we talked about, 1,000-year deal, I would never do that, of course. And <laughs> apparently, this also means that uh, her corpse could be, or her body could be used in a show called Corpse Wars. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, I would do it. I would sign this deal, honestly. I, maybe not this exact deal because of some of the restrictions that exist, but the concept of a 1,000-year deal is fine to me. Like, that's great. If you are sending me or future family members money from my body but put me in corpse wars baby i'm ready i'll 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 tee up with the best of them put me in coach i'm ready you don't need your body after it's done after <laughs> what do you need it for what do you need that corpse for put it uh, to good use make some cash yeah sure okay uh, <laughs> yeah uh so contracts like this are for people like adam is what we've learned <laughs> yeah um there, there's a lot of really great stuff in this whole thing. I love the entire concept of the American warrior singer and wiki, like <laughs> critiquing people. I loved your vocals and your backstory was moving, but you left your neck unprotected. So it's a no from me. <laughs> you know? Just so funny. And her panelists, you have flex body with an eye who's listed as a violence expert. And then Stet Robson, Grammy winner and recovering sex addict. And now my question for Adam is, did you recognize Stet Robson at all? Do you have oh. any idea who the actor playing Stet Robson was? No. Should I? You should know him from two different things, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, the actor's name is Will Chase. Because I was watching going, he's so familiar to me. Why do I know him? So I had to look him up. Oh, so first of all, he was Marlon in the crowded room. Really? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. So that's that's the thing that a, a very show, different role. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a show that Adam podcasts about. So that a uh, another thing that a show that we're talking about possibly doing at some point, but a, I haven't seen it all. So maybe but he was on ten episodes of Smash. Oh, as well. okay. But the other thing that is like really germane to this is he played Roger in Rent, the same production of Rent that Renee Elise Goldsberry played Mimi in. Oh. So he and Renee Elise Goldsberry starred as like a romantic part partners in Rent together many, many moons ago. Fascinating. Okay. So, and wow. that's, the, that's a version that's actually available to watch. It's a, like, it's a recorded version that you can watch the version of this, his character, you know, so this actor and her playing Roger Mimi. So I just had to like throw that out there, just kind of some weird connections that this guy who feels like just like a, it's like a throwaway character, but I'm just like, he looks so familiar. Why does he look familiar to me? So Yeah. And they certainly didn't have him do any um, singing, although they insinuated that he was a, a, a Grammy winner, you know, a singer as well. So uh, that's interesting yeah. that they didn't have him uh, do any, do any performing there, but um, no, I didn't. I, I certainly didn't recognize him. He plays a, very different character in Marlin from the crowded room. Those those could not be more different, really. Yeah. Um, although in a way there's some similarities, but um yeah. no, that's interesting. So and the other thing I love is like whenever Wiki's talking about the show, she's like, you know, it's you know, it's really hard to find the winner. We're, we're, we're looking for like the best singer and fighter and this. And those skill sets don't rarely overlap. <laughs> like you don't you don't say. You don't say. 
So uh, back with the rest of the group, Summer is talking to Gloria, and Kev is not taking the divorce well. He has frozen their credit cards, which is not good. And Gloria suggests that Summer get a job. But Summer's only jobs thus far in her life have been daughter, pop star, and stay-at-home pop star. So she does not really have the experience necessary to, to do most things. Yeah, uh, uh, her husband doesn't believe in divorce, same as dinosaur bones. Mm -hmm. Nope, exact same. They don't really exist. This was also the scene where Gloria uh, took a cup over to the the soda kind of dispenser, the soda fountain there, and put it on her, and wine came out. They have, like, a whole <laughs> thing. I think it was Chianti or whatever that she, like, put a wine glass under, and it, like, spit out wine. I thought that was really funny. Gloria cracked me up this episode, just like every other episode, but Gloria has some really amazing moments. You love Gloria. I do I love, love Gloria. Yeah, Gloria's really <laughs> great. So this is when Dawn comes in with the hologram of Ashley and she shows it to Summer and Gloria. Um, they've, you know, I guess put in videos of old footage of Ashley and that's created this hologram and she can say different phrases and they want to kind of expand the image to be life-size and have her sing with the group which is just, at, even before anything else happens, you just know is the worst idea ever. Yeah, yeah, really, really bad idea. Uh, the one thing that we see her say here, because like, they do it and she's like spouting lines from other things she's done. And I think this is here where she talks, Ashley uh, does the ad line for one of her products, She Visor, the only birth control that's also a hat. And Gloria's very much like, no, that's awful. I've, I've met so many She Visor babies. That product does not work. And at the end of the ad, she was like, if you forget one day, just wear two hats the next day. <laughs> That's just science, baby. That's what that is. You know, the she visor. Um, this is so weird, right? The hologram of it all is so weird. Like, I, I, you know, even if there wasn't a performance to be like having her singing. Like, imagine um, a, another show uh, that uh, I, I don't even know if Todd's seen this yet, but Lindy, you and I both watch uh, Veronica Mars. Imagine if they did this to like bring back uh, bring back Amanda Seyfried's character on Veronica Mars just to like play hologram videos of people. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's just a weird... It'd be so weird. That'd be a to... very different context. That is not like a... There's not a lot of shows where like show a big character dies <laughs> as like the before, you know, off screen beforehand and then we're bringing back holograms. Like imagine well, if we should actually... bring... Uh, I just watched the pilot of a show where that happened. Lindy, we what show? You can't even. I don't. I I can't say. Yeah, but... we, my God, Lindy, just spilling all the secrets. Good lord! I didn't say any. Okay, no it, okay. It would have been weird in that context too, though, of bringing back a hologram of of that person. I think the reason this is weird is because like this isn't really possible in real life, or not like just accessible to anyone to be able to do this. And so yeah. this show does take place. I think in the real world, like for all um, the other episodes, what? Todd's like, no, what, what mean, have they done? That's not possible in the real world. Other than this. I feel like uh, the in invisible Ghislaine, Ghislaine actually becoming invisible. She can't even see it. The uh, Alf music's award actually being like a miniature black hole that destroys anything that gets near it. I mean, nothing to this degree, but this is definitely like a heightened reality where there's stuff that does not quite a, uh, you know, exist in the real world things happen in this world that don't really happen anywhere else so this might be like uh the most technologically advanced example of that but i feel like there's other things in the show that have definitely been you know very bizarre very surreal very outside of what could happen in the real world that's true don did have that dolly parton hallucination <laughs> <laughs> that happened well, anyway, so they go sing at the WNHL game with Ashley's hologram. And, of course, as anyone might expect, it starts to glitch and it starts reading out Gloria's emails and they get booed off the ice. This goes terribly. And one of Gloria's emails is actually telling her that she's been named like a top doctor. And so she says she doesn't know how to process the failure and success at the same time. Because that's a very good thing and a very bad thing happening at the exact same moment. This feels like a thing that Todd has written down. But do you have the the Jillian Anderson email? Uh, what what did it say? It was like a, your your order of a life-size body pillow of Jillian Anderson or something has, has shipped. There, there was something in there. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, I didn't have this written down. I have another Gillian Anderson. Yeah, there's because uh, it comes down. I think, I think that was a different. Thing no, no, no. It was two. There was two. There, there oh, was there one in one. here, and then it came back later. Yeah, yeah. I know this one was like was like a a silicon body mold. Yeah, something was like what that. It, what it was. I didn't realize it was Gillian. Anderson. I thought it would said someone else's name here. Uh, but, I, but I know it was like definitely someone like a silicon body mold of That's someone what it was. Yeah, has I been it was, shipped. It was so funny. <laughs> so yeah, so the things are not going well for our group here. Um, Summer starts working as a pole dancer basically, and it seems like she's actually like fine with this, but she just does not want to drive to Midtown every day. So mm. she calls Nance Trace to you know try to get a better gig where she doesn't have to drive to midtown yeah and <laughs> i i love how summer gets to this because she and gloria had the conversation earlier about she, summer's needing money because the salon doesn't take scones and she's like what am i good at fitness twirling going up things going down things <laughs> and she's like oh <laughs> and now and they introduce her by going here of her own volition and feeling very empowered by it <laughs> Summer, her real name, which, by the way, it's not her real name. We learned that early on. Her real name is actually Ashley, but she goes by Summer because oh, it's yeah. already Ashley. I forgot that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. Also, so I just want to preface. I've, I've never been to, uh, like, a, a, a strip club, a, a pole dancing club or whatever, you know, whatever these are called. The stack of cash that the guy has at the table seems ridiculously huge and when they're throwing the money out they're not even throwing it on the stage like i see the money on the stage when they like pan over that way but he was just like throwing it up in the air like right in front of him on the ground it didn't even make the stage is summer supposed to like go over and pick that up later you gotta you know put it on the stage you know yeah i thought that was very poor strip club etiquette seriously there are rules for these things she's already working for your money don't make her work harder exactly Uh, who's the most likely of the three of us to go to a strip club because I think it's actually also me, and that's really yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate because yeah. I'm not likely at all. But out of the three of us, I do think it's me. Dang. Yeah, I uh, I've never been to a strip club. I had opportunities and said no, thank you. So oh, oppor- what, like you had like friends or whatever that were going like, that you, like, like back like yeah. bachelor party type. Okay, type okay, thing, you know so. Hmm. hmm. Okay. I don't I don't want to like reveal too much here, but Sarah has definitely said that I should have a stripper at my bachelor party. I was like, no, I probably shouldn't but she was like you have to so i don't know i think that means that she wants one at that's her bachelor but i like she can already do that like i already was very clear i was like you can do whatever you want but then she was like you should do one at yours too and i was like no (laughs) 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 so you know anyway that was a little yeah i'll I'll Um, let you know how that goes Uh, so then we see Dawn's at her apartment and Wiki actually drops by because they're doing the filming of, uh, American Warrior Singer. I have to think every time I say the name of the <laughs> yeah. show, American Warrior Singer, uh, they're doing the filming in like four different places in one day. And one of those places is Queens. So she's like, okay, I'll drop by and see Dawn. So she gives her some money for rent. And this is when she says that she has filmed five seasons of the show in two weeks. I thought that was hilarious. And Dawn pretends that the group is doing well. And she says, we brought an entire hockey arena to tears, <laughs> which is a, a great spin on that situation. Uh, but then Larry calls Dawn with some sort of opportunity. And this causes her to admit to Wiki that everything's a mess. She didn't bribe enough DJs to play four stars. So it only has 103 plays on Spotify things are not going well but wiki ends up giving her a pep talk and she tells her to keep the piano what a gesture yeah um so at the beginning of the scene you know both gloria and summer have begged off of coming to practice and dawn is upset and the the ai ashley says you know I was really into this earlier, but now it's just the two of us. And the others have all left. I'm not really into it. And Dawn's response is, don't quote your sex tape at me. Yeah, like, the Ashley keeps saying, like, all these random things. And then they're like, oh, that's from when she did this thing. <laughs> yeah. And then Ashley follows it up with, sorry, the guy from Smallville. So, <laughs> poor, poor guy from Smallville missed out. Isn't that, like, Tom something? Tom well- Welling. Welling. Are you guys Smallville people? I've, I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. 
I watched most of it. I fell off. Like, it's actually like a couple of seasons in the middle that I didn't watch, and then I came back to like the last couple of seasons. It's fine. Okay. I don't think we'll be covering that. It's on not this our podcast. next show. Yeah, okay, this okay. is that's not our vibe. Yeah. Um, Too many seasons, if nothing else. Yeah, I cannot commit to. I I'm not signing a ten season contract, guys. <laughs> is it long? How many episodes of Smallville? A lot. A lot. It, really? It went it went on for much longer than it needed to, especially for a show that was 117 episodes. Yeah, especially for a show that was like, okay, we're gonna be like young Superman, and we're never gonna show him in the costume. That is like the our commitment is we're never gonna show him the costume. And then ten seasons later, even though he's running around doing superheroing stuff, he's doing superheroing stuff not as Superman, but he's doing it as the blur, and no one ever sees that he's not in the actual Superman costume till the very last shot of the very last episode of the spoiler Todd. Spoiler. It's so dumb. I don't care. I, stay, <laughs> I just say there went 10 seasons of the stupid show. If anyone has 216 free hours, <laughs> you can watch all of small. <laughs> oh my God. That's okay. Jeez. It's not that I never would, but that's probably. I never not would. Very high on the I'll list. say it. Yeah. I'll ne- I never would. Well, the thing is, I would watch a lot of shows. So I wouldn't say never, but it's it's not at the top of the list. Anyway, um, at the top of your shopping list should be Sleeks. That is, Summer's now doing an ad for Sleeks Shapewear. And wow. Um, <laughs> does anyone want to um, cover the various uh, features of the Sleeks? I don't remember all of it, but I know that like one of them is like a shit squirt or something. Yeah, there's and, there's and something a, there. And a giggle squirt, I think, <gasps> something like that. Something like that. And then my favorite one was various slimes. Just various <laughs> slimes. Various like, slimes. They also said that you can give birth in these and then wear them to the club later that night. Yeah. Big. So So they catch everything, apparently. They <laughs> looked really versatile. I feel like they would be a great gr- Christmas gift for, for someone. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, <laughs> we're, hoping that, we're hoping for that sleeks uh, ad money. Like we really want to get that <laughs> actually. Please, we would take it. We would take it. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is kind of part of a uh, kind of a montage of seeing where everyone is at. Uh, Gloria is doing some celebrity dental work because um, now she's a top doctor, you know. And Dawn is singing a new song at the piano and Wiki's judging the show again. And the problem is they all look unsatisfied. They they all seem like something's missing. This is not what they want to be doing. Yeah. Uh, one of the things with Wiki, like in her scene, she's like every time it seems like there might be an opportunity for her to perform and then get shot down. Uh, she asks uh, one of her like co-judges, you know, do we ever get a chance to get up there and sing? He's like, nah, but you just got to get used to it you know like we're we're on this side we're judges now now there's no more you know gigging there's no more having to travel there's no more harsh critiques to your very personal album white jazz and the uh the bias experts like i like the album first music i ever heard which just cracked me up <laughs> just cracked me up that he liked the album because it was the first music that he ever heard uh i also like the uh, wiki's uh, critique here is i just pray gal gadot never hears what you did to her song imagine a uh, very timely reference there. I'm sure at the time that it was a uh, film, but it uh, made me laugh. Yeah, certainly like a, a moment in history there of Gal Gadot, I imagine, and just like how horrendously off key that got throughout the whole thing. I, I mean, oh my gosh, what a what an endeavor that was. What a time that was. It really was. <laughs> so... Wiki has signed her contract. She is committed to this 1,000-year deal. And Nance is thrilled. And she tells her that now she has to hold this, like, L'Oreal serum all the time. Like, just just work with it, you know? <laughs> so Wiki goes back to the table and she, like, holds it up and laughs. It's really funny. Um, and it turns out they actually, uh, they want her to do the jingle ball. And she's really excited. But turns out it's just to introduce an act with her fellow judges. Um, and this is where I knew Todd would like this line where, um, you know, Wiki had said she was kidding about like wanting Girls 5 Eva to be doing this. And um, Nance is like, in the future, let me know when you're going to do kidding and need to factor that in. <laughs> Crack me up. I love it so much. So, yeah, um, then we go to Jingle Ball. And of course, somehow every member of the group is here for a different reason. I mean, 
Okay. <laughs> so Dawn is there, I guess, because she has sold songs to other acts and she's giving Lil Stinker, who now goes just by Stinker. Um, he's a big boy. <laughs> right. Big right. Stinker. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's giving him some really like serious, deep ideas for new songs. Um, but then, you know, Summer shows up there to advertise for Sleeks and Gloria's there to do dental work. And the three of them, I kind of come to the consensus that they're on a hiatus, but it's not really how they pronounce it. But <laughs> Lindy, this didn't absolutely kill you. Uh, I no. laughed so I hard mean... when he was like, it's a hiatus. And she's like, don't gaslight me. I know this. I know it's a hiatus. And then Don's mean... like, okay, we're on a hiatus. I gotta say, at the at the top of the pod, whenever Lindy's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't here last week, I like was hoping she was gonna say I was on a hyenas. <laughs> I knew I knew the hopes were in vain. I knew she went with it, but I was like really hoping that Lindy was gonna go, I'm sorry I wasn't here, but I was on a hyenas, but it didn't happen. But we can dream of the world where that happened. I'm sorry I didn't do that, but didn't you like what I said? Yeah, it was it was good too. It was good, but it just wasn't as funny, it I guess. As, this would have been you would no hyena. You were hoping for me to say this, but you would have never actually expected. So if I had, yeah, I know. I would have been like amazed. But for a second I thought, oh, is she going there? Like, oh no, she went a completely different direction with it. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. But yeah, they're um they're coming to terms with the fact that the group's just not really together anymore. They're all doing their separate thing because that's how they've um, been told that they're going to be successful is by all doing a specific separate thing and not being singers, not being part of this group. And so Wiki is there. Of course, she's going to introduce one of the acts and she is just absolutely horrified by the wordplay in her script. She is not excited about this whatsoever. We will later hear a lot of this wordplay and we can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> It's pun, right? Pun. So I made a, a pun on the word fun with pun. That's for the back of the room. It's for the back of the room. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Very pun. Um, and she actually spots the rest of the group there and she wants them to sing, to do Jingle Ball. She's like, this is what we wanted and we're all here. Like, isn't this a sign? And Wiki knows that she would lose absolutely everything by doing a performance here, but she is so in. But Don, Don really shuts it down. She's like, you know, we can't just throw away everything that we have just for like one moment of fun she learned that in seventh grade health class so <laughs> very true very true yeah i think this is where we get the line from gloria where don't you want to do this we can, like don't you want to do this and gloria's like i want to be hand-fed by jillian anderson like a complicated rescue horse we don't all get our ultimate dreams wiki <laughs> Yeah. Um, sign me up for that experience just to, you know, <laughs> I'll put that on the table. Um, I, sign me up. Um, I also really do enjoy some of like the little background shots here. Um, we have people like performing on stage and they're like performing the girls have ever songs. Like we, I think we see the splingy as well, like being yes. performed there by the brothers that I, I think were there before. So <laughs> That's what I was going to ask, was it those brothers? Who yeah, it was, yeah, it was Cray. It was the, yeah. Cray and Cray, also Cray known as Cray. Yeah. yeah, it was it was Cray doing the splingy, which a uh, wiki sees that and just like about loses it. We She's also like, come see, on. <laughs> yeah, we also see someone doing side pieces for life, the song they turned down from Alf Music. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, they made it work, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely did enjoy that. But I do think it's kind of interesting that Dawn is the one here that's like, no, we can't like throw this away for the stuff when it seemed as the at least beforehand, she was like the one that was most wanting the group to still work out like she was sort of the last domino to fall and Wiki was like the first one to be like i'm just gonna go do the things on the own so i do think that was like an interesting little you know um not necessarily a twist because i think it like makes sense for the character but it, you know just kind of an interesting you know shift there from from what we had seen before yeah and Wiki wants to perform. She doesn't want to keep doing the wordplay. She doesn't want to go live in Judge Dread House, the mansion where reality judges <laughs> live among horror pranks, which is one of my favorite gags of the episode. Because it cuts to like supposedly Jenny McCarthy in bed as someone dressed like Samara from the ring, like makes like the bed like go up into the wall. It's just like so dumb. Uh, but correct me up. Yeah, I love all the stuff with Wiki in this episode and all the all the things she might be contractually obligated to participate in. <laughs> um, so because, you know, the rest of Girls 5 Eva has not gotten on board with Wiki's idea, she says, okay, like, I gotta go out there and just do the script. So 
she goes on stage and reads her parts of the script they're very cringy the rest of the group cannot watch this <laughs> um any highlights anyone wanted to talk about from wiki's line um, reading deck the halsey and for some happy rihanna Mm. Uh, happy holidays or to some happy holla dab nights as they all dab together yeah those are the uh, those are the quote unquote highlights (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh and then the uh right she's getting ready to introduce stinker it's something about you know he's a real hit old factory uh yeah so real real pun wordplay there Oh, I just got that one. He's a hit old factory. I see. Because I was reading, I was I was looking at it when I watched the episode. And I was like, I, I okay, I just never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, now I much preferred a uh, the this the slinks a uh, or sleeks wordplay. They put the waist in waist trainer different spelling. That made me laugh. This but, couldn't uh, end soon enough, honestly. <laughs> like this, they went on for kind of a while. Oh, the the script the, reading. Yeah, the script reading. The like puns, really, yeah. that that lasted kind of a long time. It was rough. But while that's happening, the rest of the group is thinking, like, okay, what are all the what like what's what would happen if we did the performance? Like, what negative things would happen? And there are a lot. Um, lots of bad things would happen. And they're like, well, what would you know? What would the positives be? And basically, the only positive to doing that would be that you know if they don't do it they might wonder what might have happened so given that they they all end up rushing to the stage and this is where so summer gets this guy to change what's on the teleprompter um because wiki was introducing a different group but then they had it deleted to write girls five eva which made wiki so excited and i loved that moment but this is the guy from like the strip club. I was gonna say the yeah. same thing, Lindy. I was like, is this the same dude? What he's yeah. moonlighting as a as a random jingle ball event like slide guy? Yeah, because he like he's like anything for you, pole queen. So yeah, <gasps> this is the guy. Because the whole time that Summer was uh, stripping and on the pole, she's just keeping up this little dialogue or actually monologue to herself, and he's out there like throwing the money up in the air, but he's like respond to her. Yes, 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 you know, so so yeah, I, th- I thought it was funny that it came back and he saved the day, kind of. Very yeah, fortuitous. I like that that came back because I was not expecting that whatsoever. No. So that was fun. Um, it's come to my attention that I accidentally skipped something. I'm very sorry. So earlier when Wiki was at Dawn's apartment, um, Dawn, when she was explaining how much of a mess everything was, she she like ate something that was on the table. And turns out she accidentally like swallowed... Um, like her son had put a part of a Lego man in whatever food this was. And so she accidentally swallowed the Lego man. And then later at the piano, Dawn sings a song about the Lego man and having swallowed him. And so what did we think of this song? I bet you were not expecting a song like this in the finale here. I don't know that I wasn't expecting a song like this, but I certainly like Sarah Bareilles singing this song makes a lot of sense to me. Like this, this <laughs> very much tracks with like what she's doing. Just a, you know, four chord, let her belt and cook type situation. Love it. Could not be more Sarah Bareilles. And it was, it was so good. I loved it. Like just give me it. I, I love every part of this. Yeah. It was hilarious. So it starts off her singing about a, uh, like missing someone and wondering if she's ever going to see them again. You think she's thinking about the group, but then no, it's about the Lego man that she swallowed. She doesn't know if he's ever going to come out of her digestive track. And also she thinks he has a sword. You know, it's, it's really funny. And like Adam said, it's just, it's a beautifully written song. Like musically, it's just beautiful. And like, it's way, way more beautiful than a song about swallowing a Lego man should be. But yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's the thing about this show. Like, they're they're such great singers that when they sing anything, it's it's already at a high level. And then it's just a matter of how much do you like what they're singing about and how funny it is. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy that. And then it's the moment like we've all been waiting for. We've been talking about this for several episodes. Like, are we gonna get this full produced version of four stars? And the answer is yes. Here it is. We're finally at the jingle ball. Girls Five Eva has decided to say, like, who cares what happens after this? We wanna perform. 
we're gonna go out there and sing four stars to the world and here they are singing four stars what what did we think it was so good, right? Like it was, it was really, really good. It's a, it's a, it's a really catchy song. It's been stuck in my head for quite some time now. It's, I mean, we've been talking about this song for multiple episodes because we've gotten kind of multiple stripped down versions. We got the, like the initial version. I was really glad we got like this though. And I, I really love that they gave everyone a chance to really shine and have some lines that were ultimately pretty funny some are mentioning the salad school like that's so good that's so funny and clever and it's like how it was written throughout the course of this season and i i did really appreciate it i did also think there was a chance that um ashley was gonna pop up out of nowhere and still be alive i still might i still kind of think that to be honest with you i mean uh, you mentioned that a little bit later i just loved it it was really good and then you know let let Renee Elise Goldsberry just sing her heart out and, uh, you know, say the last verse for her and just let her pop at the end. It was, it was just really great. Yeah. Uh, one thing I liked about it is that it's written in a way that makes sense for them to have written it right after the Airbnb episode, because the salad school thing is like happened at that time. So it is definitely like a snapshot of that moment in time. So I like the fact that the lyrics are kind of a uh, related to everything that happened in the episode and all the realizations they made. I like the fact that each one of them got their own verse to talk about the realizations that they made. I uh, like the, the fact that most of the verses are pretty funny. I uh, like Gloria's thing about, you know, she's biting her tongue for too long and that's a different kind of gum disease, like that line. And of course, Wiki's, I, uh, I'm ready to show the world that I'm perfectly and perfectly me is just like a beautiful, beautiful line. So yeah, very catchy. Uh, loved it. Yeah, it was awesome, and it, it makes you wish that, like, they had more moments like this in the show of, like, a full song giving us, you know, space for every member of the group to shine and having, like, a long performance. I feel like there are only a few songs in this season that, that had, like, a full version in the episode where it was in the episode. So I'm really well, glad... Yeah, and the times that it did happen, it wasn't even necessarily the group singing, right? Like, right. even the songs that we got the full one, I'm thinking, like, New York Lonely Boy, it was right. good, we got the full song, but it wasn't, like, the girls singing, right? Like, it wasn't the show, it wasn't Girls 5 Eva singing this, it was, you know, it, it was, like, a separate situation. So, I do, I totally agree, Lenny, like, they give us this, I'm hoping for more of this in season two, that's, like, one of the things that I really would like to see, give us more of this, we have the talent, the talent's there, the songwriting talent, the performing talent, it's all there, just give us the full songs, we want them. Hopefully we'll see that. Um, so they're going to get kicked out. Although I do like that um, during the song, we saw that Stinker, he's not little Stinker. I got to get out of that habit. Stinker said that just like, let him, let him do this. Like he didn't want them to get dragged off in the middle of the song. <laughs> he wanted them to be able to do the whole thing. Yeah. Cause that was a real little stinker move for them to, to go out there and, and sing without permission. So he, he approved. Yeah, but they do get kicked out after the song. Uh, of course, they say it was worth it. They had a great time. They're so excited. Um, and then I think they like drop the phone or something with the hologram and then it uh, expands into this giant hologram in the sky. <laughs> I, I think it's it's in the the backpack full of six laptops that a, a Gloria oh. had that oh, the, okay. the guard throws out after her after she yes. says I need my backpack it has six laptops in it so why do you have six laptops Gloria I'm, well I'm now I'm realizing maybe it's so that they could project that large of a hologram yeah because otherwise they did not understand why they were saying that but that makes more sense if it's for the hologram. Um, so anyway, her hologram is proud of them. And then they walk away um, into the night and Gloria says, I'm starting to think that Ashley faked her own death. Yeah. And she even prefaces with like hot take. So uh, Tom Palmer, uh, Gloria shares your hot take that Ashley's actually alive. I think it's so funny that you guys are talking about this in the last episode, and this is how the season ends. Talking I, about the theory that Ashley is alive. I know. It's a random way for it to end, too. It's Because it's like, are we going to go into this in season two? Like, is this going to be a plot point? I don't think this is going to turn into a mystery of, of you know, uh, is she dead or is she not dead? I have no idea. It actually pivots into a murder mystery in the second season. Should we a do spoilers? a little draft of who, who killed her? Who killed her? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I, I mean, it could that. be interesting. I think that she should show up in season two. I think it'd be so funny if, if maybe not necessarily funny, but I think there's a way to make this funny if she, you know, isn't actually dead and shows back up. But and I thought it was going to happen. To be honest, with you. I thought that it was going to be how this season ended. I wouldn't have been surprised at all had that actually happened. But not the way we went. So we just got a rando one-off comment from Gloria's like, I, I don't know, guys. I, I think she faked her own death because what was her death? She fell off. Of an infinity pool? Infinity pool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> How does that happen? It's still a pool. You still see the end of the pool. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, but that's our episode and that's our season. That is the episode. Season one, episode eight of Girls 5 Eva. Short little recap because there wasn't really a lot that happened this episode. Like it was still a full length episode, but we just kind of sat in scenes for a little while, uh, which was okay. Again, I don't think it was like necessarily bad or anything like that. Um, I think, you know, overall as a season, we'll, we'll certainly talk about next week. Again, I think it was fine. I think it was a fun season of television. I'm glad we watched it. There were some really, really funny moments. I loved a couple of the characters and I liked the rest of them. I don't think there was anyone in the show that I was like, mm, not really doing it for me. I think like at worst, I liked some people, you know, I think like summer is probably near the bottom of my list and I still liked summer. So I don't know. Was there anyone that you guys like didn't like or didn't enjoy like i i i don't think anyone like hit the bottom end of like man i can't stand this character which to be fair this is the first time we've covered a show where there's not been a character that i've been <laughs> man i hate you <laughs> we I just think, didn't do that maybe larry. larry larry is probably the closest to that but he's like barely in it like yeah and he even has like some moments that are, are pretty funny um so but he's like the closest to a character that you can't i can't really stand but even then it's not to the degrees of like some other characters no. on some of the other shows we've covered no i like all four of the cast uh, i think what surprised me the most is how much i went up enjoying summer as the show went on like the first mm -hmm. episode summer really didn't do a whole lot for me but i i kind of like uh, again we had our quibbles about the summer kev storyline and we went to that in great detail uh but i think overall i liked summer's journey and i think that summer had some really funny part i mean the fact that i went up giving summer my top of the charts for like multiple weeks in a row which i would not have predicted after the first couple of episodes for sure but i think like wiki and summer want to be like my favorite of the of the group with gloria and dawn being uh below them but i like all of them Wiki totally ended up being my favorite um, far and away, but I appreciate all four of the main characters. I, I don't dislike any of them for sure. Yeah. Yep. The one character I wish we gotten more of was Don's brother. I would have loved more of Don's brother. Like the few times that he was on the show was just like gold comedy gold. So I'm hoping that he pops back up in like the next season or two, because I loved everything with him. Well, they got to work somewhere. So the restaurant, uh, and it still was a set piece, but we'll see if the restaurant yeah. uh, plays a bigger role in season two. Who knows? I, I mean, as they're walking off, Wiki tells Dawn that she wants to apply for a management position there. So I don't think Wiki is qualified just to be, <laughs> no, I don't think she would do a lot of work there. Well, she already I, worked as a waitress there for like, yeah, but a, it didn't, what, it didn't day? go great. You know, it didn't, yeah. uh, it didn't end well, but as a manager, she would tell other people what to do. So I think that does fall into a Wiki's wheelhouse a little bit <laughs> well it falls in a real house in terms of telling them what to do i don't know if it falls in the real house in terms of telling them the, the right things to do <laughs> i mean like, there's a whole peter principle of it all you know not all managers necessarily a uh, are right to be managers so can confirm um <laughs> not my current boss if you're listening to this just to be very clear um you're a great but if boss. you're his previous boss listening to this I definitely have previous bosses that are like should not have been my bosses. Um, but are they listening? But I feel like every no, no, they exactly. didn't. They didn't listen to me when I worked for them. Let alone, <laughs> I, let alone now that I'm gone. Um, okay, let's get to our scores here of the songs this episode, as well as the scores uh, from the songs last episode. Because Lindy, you were not here for them, but of course we still want to get your scores. So let's start there. Lindy, we'll give you the floor. We had two songs last episode that we rated the Splingy which we heard kind of another version of today, but I don't think we're going to rate it again today. It'll just be kind of what we, the, the actual version that we heard last week and boys next door. So Lindy, you have two scores to give from songs from last week. I don't know if you want to give any thoughts on the songs themselves or just some numbers, whatever you want to do. Well, here's my question. Do I deserve to score these songs since I wasn't here? <sighs> well, considering these scores are 
just could not be more meaningless and um, <laughs> like there really are no stakes involved with this i think you might as well you know okay i did not prepare scores for last week's songs but i'll just make something up um the splingy uh 3.5 i didn't like it as much as you all seem to i was just like yeah whatever it's fine did you try and do the dance though you know i didn't oh back it <laughs> okay. up back it up back it up back it up two-handed yeah. salute there you go and um the boys next door puber dude song kev's song um uh, yeah like three Okay, so middle of the road on on basically all of this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We had a couple songs this episode. The first, uh, Lego Man. I loved this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to not give this a five. This is just Cerebrellis <laughs> being Cerebrellis. So, so give me a five for this. I really did enjoy it. It's really interesting because if this would have been like stuck in a CXG episode, I don't think this is getting a five, but I think based on the quality of songs that we've had from this show, which has just been in general a lower, um, this like this this uh, you know far exceeds it. So full five for Lego Man, Lindy. What about you? Yeah, I think it wasn't super memorable to me because I forgot to talk about it, but I did like it. So I'm gonna go with a four. A four from Lindy Todd. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it a lot. It's definitely not a full five for me. Again, it kind of falls in that realm of it had been longer and we gotten more of it. It might have gotten the full five treatment for me. But I, uh, I think it's like, I'm going to go like 4.4. 4. That's where I'm going to land on it. Okay, 4.4. 4. Uh, Todd, we'll stay with you. Four stars, the full version. I mean, a part of me just wants to go for the gag and give it four stars. Uh but then that would put it below other songs I think are actually not as good as it is. So I am going to have to give four stars, five stars. Five stars from Todd. Uh, oh, excuse me, all... five Evas. Five uh, Evas. We completely have lost the plot. Of yeah, our no, we have. Conceit. Yeah, we lost it. We we lost it. Five Eva. Um, I'm also giving this five Evas. Um, I thought it was uh, you know, obviously really good. Uh, Lindy, are this a full? Is is what? Do we have a thing? Do we have a? Do we have? Yeah, a... we came with a thing, but we haven't done it in so long. I completely forgot. What yeah, the thing was. yeah. Is it like a full five ever? I don't. I don't. I have no idea. Over each, it'd be like fifteen ever. I don't know. Is this song going to be famous five ever? How about that? No, I don't know. It anyway. is going to be famous five ever. I'm going to yeah. give it a five Woo, for their five. showcase song at the Jingle Ball. They knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I'm glad that this was actually good. I, I, it's not that I was like worried about this, but it's it, it's kind of like if you're gonna build up to the one song, like the whole season, it has to be good, or else like everything just falls completely flat. So I'm I'm glad that this was actually good. Um, finally here, I'm seeing Famous Five Eva as a full version. Now, of course, we have this as the theme song. Um, is there another version of this, like a longer version that I should have listened to in some capacity here? Or we just want to talk about the theme song yet again so I can change my score one final time this season? I think it's a combination of both. There was like a version with an actual verse in it a, uh, oh. in the end credits. So uh, it's, it's not it's not very long, but it's like basically this, the full song, but also has a little bit of the verse and not just the stuff that you hear in the uh, introductory part. Okay, well, let's just do, in general, Famous Five Eva, one final time. Call it the theme song. Call it the little instrumental stuff they play during the show. Call it the thing at the end. Whatever you want to call this. Famous Five Eva, one final time. Our ranking of Evas. I am up to a five. This is a full Famous Five Eva. This has been stuck in my head nonstop for the past two months. Like, truly, I, I have not, like, been able to stop singing this, like, all through all all freaking day i'm going around this apartment just gonna be famous my family and then sarah will continue but you know uh, we just uh, it's all the time this happens so i love it full five from me lindy famous five ever i'm glad you finally come around to the cracked opinion which is the one i've always had that this is incredible and it's a five a full five from lindy todd finish us off I mean, I as, as tempted as I am to a like to break the streak just to be a curmudgeon here. Uh, yeah, it has grown on me greatly, and uh, I also get it stuck in my head all the time. So yeah, it also is going to be famous five ever. Wow, a couple of uh, perfect songs here to end the season of Girls Five Ever. We love to see it. Okay, for the final time this season, uh, although I think we're going to probably do this again next week for a retrospective, so whatever. For episode eight here, who topped the charts or 
chomped the tarts, if you will. Lindy, who topped your charts this week? Well, it was pretty obvious for me. Um, yet again, this turned out to be my favorite character so far as of season one. And that was Wiki because I loved what she was doing with American Warrior Singer. That was all very funny. And then I love how at the end she's willing to give up literally everything just to go out there and sing with her group again. And I love that. And I love how excited she was when she saw their name on the teleprompter. So for, for those reasons, it's going to be Wiki. Amazing. Uh, Wiki getting another point here. Todd, who topped your charts this week? I was tempted to give it to flex body violence expert just because uh, he didn't have a lot of lines. Every line he had in the episode cracked me up. But in the end, the person who cracked me up even more was Wiki. Uh, everything that she did with American Warrior Singer was just great. And like uh, Lindy said, she had the the biggest growth arc out of, I think, the, all the characters, like starting from the super shallow Wiki. And it's just she finally got what she'd ever wanted. She knew that everywhere she went, someone in a sweatshirt was going to want a selfie with her. And that's all that she ever wanted. But now she realizes that she wants more. She wants to perform. And so it's not just the fame that she wants. She wants to be a performer. And she's willing to give up everything just to perform with her friends. And love that for her. So Wiki it tops my chart. Gosh, I, I mean, Wiki is such a good choice here. And I do think that she is um, one of the best characters on the show in a way that I was not necessarily expecting from, from where we started. Although I did give her the point in the first um, episode. But she's not the character that made me laugh the most this episode. And I think I just have to base it on that. I have to give it to the woman who ate an irresponsible amount of shawarma. It is Gloria for me. Um, just every single thing about this character cracks me up in a way that I don't even know that I can like fully articulate. Like she, she's just so freaking funny. Um, maybe not like the most amazing growth arc for her or whatever, but she makes me laugh the most out of any of the main characters. So I, I do have to give it to her. We'll talk about overall scores of these chart topping points next week as well as probably give one more for the entire season. Um, but that'll, I mean, that'll do it here for season one, episode eight of Girls 5 Eva. Do you guys have any thoughts here? I mean, we're like under an hour on this season finale podcast. What's going on here? What's happening? I mean, we, we don't know. Yeah. Well, we, like, did, like, we didn't have a guest. True. That, true. Tom. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Tom didn't come on this week. Unbelievable, Tom. I, I think we should all unfollow him on Twitter. I think I'm, is what we should wait, do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> should we all unfollow Tom the on Twitter? The difference is I'm not going to feel bad in 10 minutes uh, and follow him back. I need, I need him to be the one to say something, which won't even happen for a while. Do you think he'll notice? Do no one say anything to Tom in the next whatever days between right now and when this post? Do you think he will notice before this podcast is released? Not if you don't follow him back. Like the only reason I knew something was weird was because he followed me again, and yes. I, I was like, "Didn't he already follow me?" I was, <laughs> I was confused. Yeah, yeah. So if so, you unfollow, then they won't know. Yeah. So I've just unfollowed Tom. Lindy, you have to do it now too. I I don't think I can. I what think, do you mean? I don't think you can? He thought I hated him, and I I can't feed into that narrative because I don't. But now it's almost like you're like pitying him because you have to follow him because you don't think that he can handle all three of us unfollowing him until he notices. So really, it's like you're kind of treating him with kid gloves here that he doesn't like deserve to get the full bit. And I'm just... like, I'm a little offended on his behalf <laughs> that you don't think that he's like deserving of the full bit from all three of us. Let's reframe that and just say, I'm lazy. I don't feel like going in and finding the buttons. I got to click. Finding to the buttons. It's I like mean, buttons. I can respect that. I can respect. We the both just did it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, how long it took. You're not as lazy as I am. Um, I mean, she, you? she, she wants to put in a few naps, <laughs> you know, so. I haven't napped in forever. Actually, I need to. <laughs> I need to nap. I'm so bad at napping. But, um, but no, uh, yeah, I know we kind of like felt like we raced the episode a little bit. I know we like, kind of combined a couple of the scenes, which might have uh, added to that bit. But I, I, again, I've enjoyed this show more than than Adam has. I, uh, I agree that it's not like going to be one of my favorite shows. It's not one that I'm like rush, rushing out to go. Oh, everyone needs to watch Girls Five Eva. You know, it's the best show ever. But it does uh -huh. give me the a, a little bit of a, a like 
a little bit of 30 rock energy here i love the absurdist comedy it's like some of my favorite types of comedy are that things that stretch like it's like looks at the real world but then there are these really random bizarre things that happen like invisible pianos or random ais or new york lonely boys and so i i have laughed a lot watching the show not as much as some other stuff I have some quibbles with like the let's say like not getting the full songs all the time and the songs maybe not rising up to the level of like CXG in terms of wittiness and things like that all the time. But overall, I think it's been a fun watch. I'm looking forward to seeing what direction it goes in season two. Okay, well, speaking of season two, uh, we're going to be back next week with a season one retrospective. That is our plan going forward. And then we have a couple of bonus podcasts that uh, Lindy was talking about earlier. I think we're talking about Hairspray. We're talking about, what is it, 13 going on 30? Is that the name of the movie? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, they're talking about that. Uh, and we'll see what else is kind of in there. But if you're uh, just, you know, you're heading out waiting for season two, it'll probably not happen until uh, the beginning of next year, just, uh, you know, based on timing here. So uh, come, come check out our bonus stuff. Uh, in the meantime, we're very excited to talk about that. Very excited to talk about the season as a whole and these characters as a whole, because I do think there were some growth arcs that, you know, maybe I didn't appreciate as much in the real time, but will, um, you know, uh, find some more enjoyment in going um, a, a more kind of a, a larger overview. So that should be exciting. Uh, that's what's up next week. In the meantime, though, Lindy, what are you up to these days? Where can people find you if they want more TV, Lindy? Um, and, you know, if you're maybe Tom Palmer uh, having an extra follower right now on Twitter, where where can people find you? Yeah, so actually, I was recently on a podcast that's not this one, which does not happen often, but I was on uh, Shit 90 Shows Taught Me uh, this past week talking about Felicity Season 1, Episode 3 with Jess and Sarah. That was so much fun, so everyone should go check it out. If you've never seen Felicity, now's the time. They just started, so you have time to catch up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and otherwise, uh, you can find me on Twitter at TV Lindy and our podcast Twitter at one CXG podcast. Um, so you did have time to talk about Felicity with uh, Sarah and Jess, but not enough time for Tom. I, OK, interesting. Uh, Todd. What uh, you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It, so it, the timing. <laughs> OK, just trust me. The timing yeah. was not yeah, yeah, going to yeah. work. Yeah, no, it's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, it's so uh, it's really it's really really difficult. Also, Felicity is uh, just a ridiculous character. Um, Todd, what are you up to these days? Where can people find you? You can find me on most social media platforms at Librarian Todd because Todd Librarian is too many characters. You can also find me over on Post Show Recaps where Adam and I are working our way through Monarch Legacy of Monsters, the uh, Apple Plus TV series about the Godzilla world of the MonsterVerse. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. If you a uh, like giant monsters, if you like spy stuff, if you like Kurt Russell, a uh, it's got it all. So uh, you know it's been a lot of fun. So go listen to us over there. Amazing. I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Panamint Adam1, as well as a couple other places on post show recaps. Like Todd said, we're talking about Monarch, a show I didn't expect to like, but actually I've been really enjoying. So go check that out. We're having a ton of fun over there. I'm talking about Doctor Who, the new specials with Kevin and Melissa. David Tennant is back. Catherine Tate is back. And we have arguably the most famous person that has ever appeared on Doctor Who in the upcoming episode, which is very, very exciting. I'm talking about Final Fantasy IX with the amazing Brooklyn Zed. We're having a ton of fun over there as well. And then also upcoming, the new Percy Jackson series coming in on Disney Plus. I'm talking about that with Melissa. That coverage will be upcoming in post recaps as well. But of course, we will be back next week to talk about all of season one of Girls 5 Eva. And until then, bye.